Hello, hello. Welcome everyone to Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast. This is a Van Life Stories episode with your host, Amy, and the other host, whose name is... Aaron Rogers. This is not Jeopardy. Oh, good. Wow, you're up to date on that? It's like the first piece of current pop news you're ever in the know on. Excuse me. <laughs> wow. We have been a lot of people that have been around a lot of people who have been connected to the world, so. <laughs> That's that true. That makes sense. That's you true. You probably heard about it there. I mean, I was sitting in a Buffalo Wild Wings when I saw that news come up. Wow, you're so... I basically don't live in a van anymore. Yeah, you basically, you're not, you're so not van life anymore. God, I mean, we will those. talk about this. We basically, we we had a night where we did not feel like we lived in a van, and it was odd being reintroduced into society for a second. We'll get into that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but what is your, your name's not Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. Back to my name. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... J.J. Beans, baby. No. You know, they've been requesting J.J. Beans, and he's back. Who, who's they? They, the people, the okay. listeners, the, the viewers, whoever, however you're J. watching J. Beans this. is one of your alter egos that I, I don't really know where it came from. He's my rap artist name, J.J. Beans. No, he's your um, Jackbox name. Yeah, but for the rap one. Yeah, but then it, it carried over. J. Okay, J. I see. Anyways, I see. okay, I'm I Caleb. <laughs> if you're unfamiliar with myself via this podcast, that is my name. And welcome to the show. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the show. show. It's been a minute since we've had an episode. It's been a minute. I this feel happens. Like we're literally always saying that every time we start a band life story episode. Well, you know, we got on a good kick there, like at the beginning of the year. You know, new year, new, new year, goals. Yeah. It's, just... It was like a workout routine. We were doing it every yeah. single week. <laughs> it was. And then, you know, February hit, and then we uh, slowly started fading. <laughs> March hit, and March was crazy. March, what? March and April so far have been kind of crazy. Yes. But April, let's, April, okay, let's recap. Oh, uh, yes, let's recap. Let's recap. So, the last episode that we recorded, the last Van Life Stories episode, at least we recorded, we were sitting in front of a fire in an Airbnb in Sholo, Arizona. See, you so not Van Life. That was, yeah, you're right. But the, no, that was a part of Van Life because that was, I mean, I will, part of I will argue right. part of Van Life is getting Airbnbs to spread out and to have a break and to get some rest and some reprieve and some space. That Ooh, is part of van life. Good word. Five bonus points to you today. Thank you, JJ Reprieve. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. That is to me that's part of van life. So that was oh yes. Great time great to time eat. Great time for Jetson Jet. Anders to eat. Does anyone want to hear Jetson the Corgi eat? That's it right there. And so he always chooses the best times oh, yes, to do it. Yes, he's had the chance to eat. Whenever he wants, all day. There's been food in his bowl. And he chose right now. That's great. Okay, so you're going to hear that in the background. We're just going to keep going. Hopefully it won't last the whole episode, but we'll see. But anyways, I will argue that's part of van life. But that is the last time we recorded an episode. And, oh man, I feel like so much has happened. Yeah, we stayed in Arizona for a minute. Drove a little further south. We mm-hmm. went back down to our old little old faithful Marana. <laughs> old faithful. Yeah, old faithful Marana in the Saguaro Forest. We're mm-hmm. still not done with that yet. It's crazy that we've been back in April. I guess no. It was March. March. It was March. Mm-hmm. In the March. Mm-hmm. Um, man, March was a tough month. How was it tough? I don't know. I just felt. It was tough. We were traveling through Colorado, through cold months. We were shooting a few jobs. We were were having to be places. We've had then some stuff to figure out with Santiago Mm -hmm. as uh, he's approaching his time to get tags renewed. Mm -hmm. Um, There was just like, there was just a lot in March. March was like surprisingly a hard month. Like I didn't, when I looked, you know, at our calendar in January and kind of looked at the year, I did not really think March was going to be anything to me march was like so open like we had two jobs at the beginning of the month yeah and then we had we knew family was gonna be coming in like the beginning of april so like Mm -hmm. i feel like we kind of had like three weeks in march that were just like open and i was like excited about that it was a little challenging it was just challenging because yeah we were having to travel back and forth between colorado and moab which is still early march so there's lots of snow and you know that those aren't that was just well we ended up having to stay in colorado longer than expected like we were kind of waiting some things out um with santiago so yeah that was just challenging and then once we waited around and got that 
figured out at least for the moment then we were like peace out we're getting it like we needed that airbnb so we went and got that we did and we knew that um we were going to have the time with your fam coming out mm-hmm. Uh, which we'll get to that. And so, yeah, we just thought this would be a good time to kind of like cap off March because we've been traveling a lot. It'd been cold. Yeah. We needed to do laundry for sure. I the think dogs I needed a needed shower. A bath. I was coming up on hitting my two weeks uh, <laughs> max on showering. Because it's cold, so we couldn't use our solar shower. Yes. Oh, 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 I think we talked about that, how our shower froze. Yeah, but we have a new one. Well, yes, we haven't Cheers used it yet. Cheers to the new shower. Cheers to the new shower. But, yeah, so... To pick up where we left off, we left the Airbnb and went back down towards Tucson in the area that we spent most of our winter in, like pretty much all December, January, and February in. Um, and it was cool to go back there. It definitely feels like a, a home of sorts, a grounding spot. And I feel like, I mean, every time we've been there, we've spent a lot of time there. We've never really like, because that's not really a stop through spot for us. Like if we're going down there, we're staying down there at least for a few nights. No, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of like when your family asks us when we met them mm-hmm. the night at the outside the Grand Canyon. They're like, "Where where did you come from?" I felt like that was where we came from. Yeah, that was also our last like furthest destination. Yeah, so we went down there and we hung out on grid for a while, and then we went back into our little saguaro forest that we love so much, which is off grid for like a weekend. We had a little pre-birthday uh, weekend for yes. you, just us two, off grid mm-hmm. amongst the saguaros, which it should be a national park. I know we've already talked about that. <laughs> yeah. And had a great little weekend kind of prepping for the end of March, beginning of April. Yes, it was, yeah, kind of like a pre-birthday weekend because it was just the two of us back there. I feel like it was the least amount of people we'd ever seen back there. Because we only saw, like, maybe one or two people a day. Oh, there was no one in that spot, period. Because yeah. it's starting to get hot. It is starting to get hot. It's starting to get, like, too hot. So I'm talking <laughs> about, like... I 90s. Mean, what? Well, it was hitting 90. Not while we were there. But like, like, the days after we this left. This week, it was hitting... It's probably hitting 90, like, today. But it was hitting, like, high 70s. Maybe cracking into an 81 or an 82. Well, it, it had some highs in the 90s for, like, a few days after we left. Yes, but we weren't there. We, that, we got out. Yeah, we had we got to get out before that. That That is like the opposite end of snowy van life is like we cannot serve. Well, okay. Our dogs cannot <laughs> survive in 90 degree van life weather. No. No, no, no. That would be a little too intense for no. a long period of time. So we got out of there and, well, I mean, we got out of there for a couple of reasons. One, it was getting hot. And then also um, I had family coming to visit us and we knew that we had to be at the Grand Canyon by April 1st. So we mm-hmm. were like kind of in the Tucson area, which I don't know, it's probably like five or six hours from the Grand Canyon, something like that. We went out of our way to go down there yeah. for a little extra warmth and just for some little stability. Yeah. Or mainly the warmth, I think, because Sedona was still kind of cold Yeah. at the time. Obviously, it was raining and chill low. Yeah. And so that's kind of insane. I mean. So then we went up to Sedona for a few nights, like three or four nights before going up to the Grand Canyon. And... Once again, that was kind of just like a stop through. Like we knew we were going to the Grand Canyon. Sedona's on the way. We can make the travel seem less traveling and like have some time to chill and ground. And Sedona's a great spot for that. And that was really good. And then, so yes, my family came out to visit. Honestly, was... we should just, from that night, we should just recap like the events of like what happened, what event happened every day up till now. I think it's just because it's been a crazy week. I know. <laughs> it's been a crazy week. But for those of you who don't know, Uh, My family lives in Nashville, Tennessee, and so my dad and his wife, and then my sister and my brother, aka her husband. Brother-in-law. I just call him my brother. He's my brother. (laughs) Okay, well, for those who don't know, who are listening. I don't have a, like, biological brother. It's my sister's husband. But anyways, dad and his wife. Not your brother, Lamps. (laughs) Dad and his wife, and then my sister and her husband, my brother, came, um... They flew from Nashville to Las Vegas, and then they rented an RV, and they drove that RV down to the Grand Canyon to meet us, which was super, super cool. Yeah, because we're always inviting people on this podcast to come out (laughs) and meet us, and and they did. Yeah, it was... They did it hard. They did (laughs) They went all (laughs) the way. They went all out the way. (laughs) Out the way. So, that was just really, really cool. Um, So, we knew that we had to be at the Grand Canyon around April 1st, so we get to the Grand Canyon... And so with them, too, we were staying in RV parks mostly. So my dad had kind of planned the trip out to where we would stay um, in an RV park right out, like literally right outside the Grand Canyon um, for three nights. 
and then the final two nights were um, he rented an RV park in Prescott, Prescott, Arizona. Prescott. So we met them up by the Grand Canyon. And that was a different experience for us, too, because we don't normally stay in RV parks. We don't. We've only stayed in the RV resort. Once. Which is basically an RV park on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, just like very nice. Yes, yeah, very, very nice. So that was kind of a new experience for us, too, to stay in an RV park. Because, yeah, like you mentioned, we've only done that once in van life. And it was for two nights. So out of like the almost 365 nights we've lived in this van, we've only parked in an RV resort or RV park. Two Is that your nights. guess? What day are we on van life right now? And also I should get a shout out because I almost guessed it a few podcasts I gave you, ago. I gave you a shout out in the description, in the show description. Oh, of you that, did? Of that Does episode. anyone read the show descriptions of the episode? Because I got a shout out, a shout out <laughs> in one of them. Oh man, what is, this would be, see, I don't even remember what your guess was like so i i think i was in the 250s so i could guess guess. below that um don't guess below 250 over 250 okay it's uh at least 40 that's right morty it is at least 40 five times eight is is at at least 40 40. um i'm gonna guess she uh (laughs) 287 okay that sounds good to me that's you probably, what? You're not going to guess? No, that's probably close. I feel like that's spot on. 286. Okay. Ha! Oh, gosh. Okay. I'll check on that later. <clears throat> but, yeah, so that was a new experience for us, too. And it was it was just really cool to have. Like, we've met up or, like, we've met people on the road either, like, that we didn't know before who live, in, who live on the road. You know, like, we just met them because they were our neighbors. We've talked about that. They live out here. They live out here like us. Or... We have met up with friends that we did know that live in a van now, like in Sedona. Uh-huh. Um, but we have never, I think this is the first time, we've never met up with people who don't live on the road. On the road. So uh, like, What about Katie and Joshua Tree? Would you count that? She used to live on the road. Okay. So, like, <laughs> okay. People... so no affiliation or experience with living on the road. Yes. 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 It was that. Yes. So that... Oh, uh, what about Justin? Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, come on. We Justin found did. one. Yeah, yeah you're right. Okay. okay. Anyways. You were it's trying. Still, <laughs> it's still just really cool to think about, you know, people just being like, I'm just going to go and try for it and do this. And... They did it. They did it. They did it. So we met them at an RV park outside of Grand Canyon, and we stayed there for like three nights and just re-explored... So yeah, we met them there, and we spent those days just kind of exploring the Grand Canyon. One of those days was my birthday. So Friday was your birthday, right? Yeah. And you turned 30. Yes. So how do you feel about being 30? I don't know. Let's get into that. Oh, man. You're now 3-0. You have seen three decades on this earth. Have you had time to process it? Is it anything different? Are you feeling more sore today? Does everything hurt? (laughs) Is that what I'm supposed to feel? Feel what you typical... feel. Feel what you feel. I don't know. Those are probably. I'm just throwing out some. You know, it's um, family feud. Top five answers here. I don't feel physically. I don't feel that different. I have mentioned to you a few, like one or two things that feel That's different. All it takes. That's all it takes. <laughs> Such as my Achilles on my left heel for some reason, no, all of a sudden no. is like on fire sometimes when I'm in downward dog. Okay, that's not good. It like pulls. Like, when I'm stretching my calf or my heel that way towards the earth as my leg is straight, like, I can feel some muscle, I think, like, in my hip flexor or up, like, pulling the Achilles tendon, and it burns. So that's new. We should look into that. And then... <laughs> Before I did, your next yoga sesh. I did tell you the other day, um, we've been driving a lot the last week or so, mm-hmm. and I haven't been doing yoga a lot like the week basically the week my family's in town I didn't do any yoga any physical practice at least and so I could tell I told you I could tell with all the driving and the not yoga mm-hmm. my body felt just like tighter didn't feel as like just didn't feel I could feel that I hadn't been yeah. doing that yeah more than normal I think I think that is it you feel a lot more what you've been doing or not been doing <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're 30. If you haven't been working out and then you start working out, you start feeling stuff that wasn't, that you didn't feel before. Like maybe the Achilles. Yeah. And then vice versa. 
But the Achilles thing started happening a few weeks ago, so it was before I turned 30, technically. Okay, fine. It carried over. And honestly, I'm attributing it to because I was doing a lot of yoga at that time. I feel like too maybe it yoga. got too something. It got stressed or something. Yeah. I don't know. But anyways, those are, those are just the physical things that I've noticed. Yeah. I'm, I feel like I think I put some pressure for there to be like a mental shift. Uh-huh. I've heard you talk about when you turned 30, there was like a mental shift. There was a little bit of a mental and shift. I think I put good wording. <laughs> I think I put pressure on that to like be like, okay, where is it? What's my mental shift? Where uh-huh. is it? And I'm taking, I'm pulling the pressure off. I'm taking it off because I haven't been able to identify the mental shift, and I think it's because I've put all this like I've made it a thing. Yeah. So I'm debunking it, and making it not a thing, uh-huh. and we'll see. Maybe they'll come. Yeah. Maybe it won't. What was the mental shift that happened to you when you turned 30? Um, I remember, well, so we were in van life when you turned 30. I was working at Whole Foods when I turned 30. Because I remember at that point, for some reason, now when people were buying alcohol and I would start checking their IDs, I was probably older than 50% of the people shopping, mm-hmm. <laughs> buying alcohol. And that was weird. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I do feel kind of like, older than like half of everyone but then there's still another half that's older than me Mm -hmm. but um it didn't always feel that way i always felt like i was on the younger half half. and all of a sudden it really like every idea i was looking at was like oh born in the 90s born in the 90s born Mm -hmm. which you can still be like late 20s born in the 90s let's see look how i'm aging myself i'm sounding (laughs) old right here the young and the kids these days on their tiktoks and their in that I can't, that's another thing, can't download TikTok. I can't make myself do <laughs> you, it. I cannot do you it. You can do it. No, I cannot do it. Um, that I think that was kind of a mental shift. I just started viewing myself as, you know, I, I am older. And what comes with that? What has come with that? Because you've been 30 now. I was going to for... say, and that's where I've left off. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, you've been 30 I'm, now for like a year and a half. So I'm seeing what comes with that. And so far, living in the van has come with that. Yeah. So that's been crazy. Same with you. Yeah. But now you're just turning 30. You I were lived living in the, in the van, van before you were 30. I lived in the van in my 20s, yeah. Wow, I never did that. Never lived in the van in my 20s. I tried to really... But I was born in the 80s. <laughs> drink to that. If you know me, you know I'm a big reflector. And I, I did a lot of reflecting on, like, my 20s. And I feel like I didn't fully reflect on the whole decade because it was just so much. Like, mm-hmm. I've sat down a few times and done, like, little mini reflection sessions. And every time I do, I'm just like, I don't think I'll ever hit the point where I'm, like, feel like, okay, I've fully reflected on the 20s. I think I'm just going to have to move on. But Into I 30s. have. <laughs> so, I think the mental shift hasn't happened yet because I've spent most of my energy reflecting on my 20s. And I think the mental shift will happen. Will the mental shift will happen when I kind of turn around 180 and start mm-hmm. looking forward? Turn around into the 30s. Into the 30s, yeah. Because so much. Oh my goodness! You think how much you change from 20 to 30? It's insane. And then, like one of the craziest things that I think about is like <laughs> how much I've changed from 20 to 30. And then I think like you've been there the whole time. Like, you have been there the whole time from 20 to 30. Yes, we did talk about that. And same for me, too. Mm -hmm. Before we were 20, Mm -hmm. we were together. And Mm -hmm. now we've both turned 20 and now both turned 30. Yeah. With each other Mm -hmm. along. And I've, like, thought, (laughs) I've entertained and, like, held this idea for a little bit. Like, if my 20-year-old self, if on my 20th birthday, and I message appeared to me and was like when you turn 30 you're gonna be living in a van mm-hmm. like i wouldn't even be able to comprehend what that means at uh, 20. 20 yeah. i wouldn't have i wouldn't have known what that meant like no. i didn't know what van life was i didn't know i yeah i just would have been like what <laughs> i've been like because it would just been like you're living in colorado and you've been like oh yeah wow but that i can at least picture and like but you weren't you celebrated your 30th in arizona yeah, which is appropriate for van life because I feel like that has been our home base. So we call Colorado our home base. We have spent more time in Arizona now. Yeah. But we're not in Arizona now. Have we told people where we are? Not yet. We're not there yet. Maybe we but, should backtrack but the to crazy, your birthday. <laughs> the crazy thing is then I think like, okay, now that I'm 30, 
where the hell am I going to be when I'm 40? Like, is there going to be some, am I going to be doing something or living some sort of way that I can't even fathom right now? Who knows? I have no idea. Which is, I've met, we've met people now in every decade above you who are, who have been living on the red, Mm -hmm. which is cool. Mm-hmm. We've met people in their 40s who are living out here, people in their 50s who are living out here, and people in their 60s mm-hmm. who are traveling the road. Mm-hmm. And we've also met people who are younger than yeah. us in yeah. their 20s. Yeah. It's literally, it spans all decades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that was I just... I haven't found anyone under 10 yet, but I'm keeping my eyes out. We've seen kids under we have, 10. Yeah, we have seen kids. We've but... seen families with kids. Yeah. But anyways, so that that's kind of where my head's been at with turning 30. It's been kind of ref- reflecting and then also being like oh my gosh we're moving around 40 what is that <laughs> so just anything but focusing on you turning 30 <laughs> it, was, it was i'm just gonna reflect on the past decade and then look ahead to the, this, this well no decade. it's like so I re- you missed your birthday <laughs> i reflected on the past decade and then i was like i'm 30 and then I re- <laughs> like, <laughs> what's forward. coming next yeah. i'm 30 well you spent your 30th looking at the grand canyon yeah which was pretty cool yeah that was really really cool what experiences from like the grand canyon time stand out to you Wow. The Grand Canyon. Yeah, that one. That yeah. one. Well, I think it was really cool. Um, you mentioned the RV park, mm-hmm. which was, yeah, not our typical cup of tea. Or, like, we don't park till we park mm-hmm. in areas. But it was in such close proximity to the park mm-hmm. that we were able to access the Grand Canyon in a way that I don't think would have been possible for us. Oh, no. Other Otherwise. No. Unless we were, like, paying to stay in the park. Yeah. But even then, they're probably booked up. I mean, this is prime. They're definitely This booked. is prime Arizona Grand Canyon season right here. That's why we didn't stay in the park, because when we were planning this trip, it was already booked. It had probably been booked for yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, or who knows how long. But, um, so that was really cool. I mean, I think we, we got, we went to the Grand Canyon three days in a row. Yeah. And it was just cool being able to, I mean, this was our second time seeing it. First time being back in November. Mm-hmm. It was the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you saw it when you were 13. Mm-hmm. You always bring that up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With your dad in an RV. Yes. Wow, yes. full circle. <laughs> yeah. We made it full circle. Yeah. 13 and now you're 30. Um, so that, just having to kind of like actually, I feel like just going back three days in a row, um, you kind of get to know it a little bit. You're that, like, oh, that- there's that curve over there. Yeah. <laughs> And, well, that's I how, remember that ridge. So it's just it, the first time. It just I feel like you're in shock and awe. Yeah. You're just kind of in wow, and you yeah. leave it just being like, oh my gosh, like you just saw something crazy. But it's hard to remember and mm-hmm. like really take in all the details. Mm-hmm. Like this time around, especially going back um, day after day and like kind of doing something. That we went during the day, the first day on your mm-hmm. birthday, and kind of saw like the main areas. That walked around the ridge. The second day, we like drove out to a more secluded area, mm-hmm. a different viewpoint, and then like had lunch and and yeah. like. Honestly, community with your family, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, which was awesome in a spot where we could just see the, the grandscape of the Grand Canyon. The Grand, it was grand. Yes. Was and grand. the river. And we the river. The you river could see the Colorado River really well. So it was a different view, but like more appreciative. And then the the last day we uh, at the Grand Canyon, we woke up for sunrise. Mm-hmm. That was uh, on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. And that was probably my favorite Grand Canyon moment. Mm-hmm. That was just special. I mean, we got there before, like, the, the first pre-dawn colors. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was early. We it got was a 4 a.m. wake-up call for us here. <laughs> we, we prepped. Had... We prepped for there to be, like, a long wait to get in. We prepped to maybe have to look for parking and then maybe have to, like, find a few, like, drive to a few spots to find a good secluded enough yeah. one. We prepped for all of that, and none of that really happened. There wasn't really a line to get in. The first spot we went to was totally open, so, mm-hmm. yes, we had time to see the whole thing unfold which was which is always such a really cool experience yeah and it was super quiet there was like no one around basically mm-hmm. and just to see the the shift of like it's it was so cool because it's such a map you can see for miles mm-hmm. i feel like and just seeing the first glare flare of like sun hit the rock like miles away in the canyon as it hit like my cheek for the first time it's like we were both feeling that first daylight of mm-hmm. sun like this whole canyon like took on its personality of its of its like own as i was seeing the sun hit it and me and then the sun hit me watching it and it just felt like like the expanse of it combined with that it was just that was a cool part that was really I was, cool. it was a really good cap on like because i had never i had always wanted to see the grand canyon either at sunrise or sunset mm-hmm. but and so far we had only seen it during the day so that was a very cool idea and i'm glad we made it happen yes which is what the guy at the 
front of the Grand Canyon uh, entrance was like, everyone says they're going to come for sunrise, but then no one comes for sunrise. Yeah. <laughs> and so we we're like, maybe it won't be so busy. And it wasn't. Well, I'm so glad it happened, too, because I think, I'm pretty sure, if I recall, my first trip to the Grand Canyon when I was like 13 uh-huh. or 14, I think we did see a sunset there. Oh, nice. And it was packed. Like, it was insanely like you know like that main, and i feel like we were at like that main viewpoint yeah by the well the main viewpoint has always been packed. it's always honestly packed. it's a little grand canyon tips from going uh like twice now mm-hmm. it's just i guess you can go see the, the the main view it's so convenient it's just yeah. right there you just pull into the and park. they have the biggest they have the most parking but too, if you're so. willing to drive like 15 to maybe even 30 minutes mm-hmm. you'll get almost like more epic open uh, less trafficked areas mm-hmm. with like you can walk around. There's not railings, so it doesn't. You're not like walking on, you yeah. know, nice paved roads with like signs everywhere. It feels like you're more like at the Grand Canyon, yeah. and that's that's another with like 15 to half an hour driving just into more into the park, mm-hmm. and that's the South Rim, which is the busy one. But yeah. literally everyone just seems like they just stay at that first mm-hmm. area mm-hmm. and crowd into each other. Yeah. But so, yeah, I do feel, I'm pretty sure we saw the sunset, and it was super, super crowded. So, I was, I think I was just so amazed at how little, like, no no one was there at sunrise. And it was just no. so calm and peaceful. And the Grand Canyon is amazing. Like, it is a national park. It is called the Grand Canyon for a reason. Like, it is. It's like people's bucket list. It's pretty unbelievable. To travel and see the Grand Canyon. It's pretty unbelievable. Is it people's bucket list? Does anyone have seen the Grand Canyon on their bucket list? I think I if feel like if you're listening to this right now, well, I think it's very internationally known. So like, yes, there's lots of in, that's a good point. There's lots of incredible national parks in the U.S. that just aren't as internationally known. The Grand Canyon, I feel like, is. Is it one of the seven wonders of the world? Oh yeah, what we were, were gonna look that up. The, I think it is. The seven natural wonders of the world, because there's seven oh, natural, gosh, and, and I think there's seven man-made. Okay. And I feel like I actually know the man-made ones better. Really? Like well, the Taj Mahal, the Great Wall of China. Hey, fact Karen. guy. Fact guy. Can you check this real quick? Okay. okay. Well, while you're looking that up, Aaron's I'm going to keep talking. Okay. Oh, Aaron Aaron Rodgers is going to yeah, fact check. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is now our fact check guy. He's not the host. <laughs> um, but anyways, to go back to what I'm saying, the Grand Canyon is like it's a big deal for a reason and it does live up to it. But there's something something that was really special about the sunrise. When you're staring at the Grand Canyon, like, anytime, I would say from, like, 9 a.m. to, like, 5 p.m., so basically, like, the whole day, I feel like the colors, the scenery, it all very much looks the same. You know, like, you're going to stare at it from this viewpoint, and then you're going to, it just, it looks, it all kind of looks the same Mm -hmm. in that, those eight hour, that eight hour window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was very cool to see it at sunrise. It looked different before any of the sunrise or the colors were peaking, like when it was, uh-huh. you know, like 4.45 a.m. and <laughs> dark. It was still dark out. It looked totally different. And then just like over the next hour and a half as the sunrise started happening, like I, just felt like I kept seeing it change before my eyes. Like which you could see more and more detail in the canyon uh-huh. and then more and more de- mm-hmm. detail and then like some more like deeper blues. and then like I got to see it like change right blues. before my eyes where like, like I said, if you spend all day there, you don't really, it's still beautiful it is grand you should definitely see it it's awesome but it doesn't change before your eyes it's flat lighting yeah if you're trying to take a photo of it <laughs> yes so that was a really cool thing about the sunrise i thought was just seeing how the kid like seeing new sides of it almost mm-hmm. you know yeah, that, that was the same way i felt about it second cool thing about the sunrise is like right as the sun started peeking over the ridge mm-hmm. all like literally right at that moment all the birds just started singing and it was just a beautiful, it was a beautiful moment. They sang for like 30 seconds. You know, it only takes like 30 seconds. If like you see the sun peak, start to peak, and then like it's totally over. Uh, once it starts peaking, it goes fast. It's totally over the horizon in like 30 seconds. But in those 30 seconds, the birds just started singing. Then once the sun was like up and like you could tell it was up for the day, they like stopped. But it was just like such a beautiful thing. And like, <laughs> I just, like, I have to believe, like part of me believes like that just happens every morning and it's just such a beautiful moment. And uh-huh. it was, it was cool. Also, that happened at the peak of sunrise was we were sitting there with Kona and Jet, mm-hmm. and right when the sun peaked, Kona, for some reason, we were all just laying down, and he got up and went behind Jet and started humping him. Yes. Humping him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right at the, like, most beautiful Kona was feeling it. moment of the sun. He was feeling it, too, and he didn't know how to express his inner energies, mm-hmm. and so that is one way of him expressing, yes. I think, somehow. Somehow that, that works out. So can we check with Aaron on the... We did check with Aaron 
the Grand Canyon is one of the seven natural wonders of the world. Ooh, so, what are they all? What are the seven natural wonders? This is according to worldatlas.com. It seems like a pretty uh, reliable source, mm-hmm. but Mount Everest. Okay. The Habor of Rio de Janeiro. Okay. The Great Barrier Reef. Oh, that yeah. That was the only one I could remember uh-huh. when we were talking about it last time. Victoria Falls. Ooh. Paracutan Volcano. Oh. The Grand Canyon. And the Aurora Borealis. Okay. Cool. So, man, I'm going to have to look up some of these things. Maybe we should see all of those before we die. <laughs> that'd be a good That'd be a good bucket list. See yeah. all the seven wonders. We've now seen the Grand Canyon a few times, and it's, yeah, it was that beautiful. We've seen one of the it was, seven. It was awesome. And then seeing it at sunrise, yeah, it felt different. It felt dynamic. and Dynamic. Yeah. Yes, dynamic. I like that. So, yeah, great experience at the Grand Canyon with fam. It was really, really good. For your 30th. For my 30th birthday. Um, after the Grand Canyon, well, I guess let's just other random fun memories from there. Mm-hmm. Played a lot of Beer Die. Yes. Which is a super, super fun game. Mm-hmm. And we had some good, there was some good competition too. Like, I feel like the teams were all really good. Uh, you know? I think most drinking games are made to be like a pretty, you know, it keeps, it keeps <laughs> even everyone pretty, field. yeah, even playing field, no matter what <laughs> skill level, you can probably find a way to like... You know, find your niche and how to excel at the game. And then also there's moments that you're just not good. <laughs> yeah, we played a lot of beer dive. We had some, like, fires. And, like, you and I pulled out the instruments a couple times. We played a lot of fishbowl, which is mm. another fun, just easy game to play anywhere, anytime. I don't know. Had a lot of good laughs. What was the question you asked me before we started talking about the Grand Canyon? Oh, my. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what? It was something about the time with your family. And I started. I think I said like what by. stands out. Oh yeah, what stands mm-hmm. out? Yeah, I think one thing that stands out for me was just having the fires every night. Mm-hmm. That even like when we were in an RV park, um, the last night we stayed on BLM land in Sedona, we'll which was that. awesome. Okay, sorry, but we ended up having fires every night, and I think that was just one like the fact that they actually did come out here and meet mm-hmm. us in an rv and mm-hmm. it happened and we're like all sitting around it and then sharing fires every night that is something that's been like when i look back on the last do you say 287 days of van life aaron aaron are you still there can you start checking can you start going when i look back on like the the last two you know eight months or whatever we've been in van life like the, the campfire nights have been very pivotal. It's kind of been like community and like sharing life around the campfire. We've just had so many memories and good moments and met so many people and shared stories and played music and watched the moon or wa- looked at the new mo- the stars. Mm-hmm. And um, having those experiences with, yeah, our family mm-hmm. being right there, having travel all the way out there and just like night after night, I was like, oh man, this is... It always ends right here. Mm -hmm. Just like everyone connecting, either playing games, playing music, just talking. Uh, And that was really cool. I feel like that was really sharing. Like, this is every night. Mm -hmm. And this is the experience kind of that it. uh, I don't know. And I just, I mean, I think a lot of communal experiences right now take on a whole new meaning because, like, community just has not been a thing. For Since anyone, COVID. really. Yeah. But then, yeah, especially for us living out here. Yeah. Our only community has been around the campfire. <laughs> yeah. 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 If we wanted to have community. Yeah. Yeah, those were really, really special. So then we left the Grand Canyon area and we went towards Prescott. Prescott. Which Say is... It correctly. <laughs> Prescott. Which is not far from... It's like... What are, is it west of Sedona, I think? Uh, I believe it's west and maybe a little south. Yeah, but it's south of the Grand Canyon. So we went down to Prescott, and we stayed in that RV park for one night. And then, so we stayed in that RV park for one night. And then we have one night left with family. And we were kind of like, you know what? I think we should go to Sedona, which is only like an hour and a half, an hour and 15 minutes away. And I think we should, like, show them where we stay. Mm-hmm. You know, like, we should, because we have a great spot in Sedona. And, like, we know a great area. And it has lots of room, lots of spots to choose from. And we're uh-huh. like, I think we need to go there. I think and we great need to... stars. That yes. was the selling point, I think, was the great stars. I was like, I think we were both like, we need to take everyone there. And so just everyone can see. Because, you know, staying in an RV park, you can get a little feel of what living on the road is like. 
but like it, like we both said, we never you can see like how the van operates. Yes, for sure. and, and like how, how to live, live in it. Yeah, how to live yes, in it. but you never, you're not gonna fully understand how we live. I think unless you come stay out on the land that we stay on with us. And just the openness. Yeah, so we did that. So on the last night, mm-hmm. we decided to forego the RV park. We drove into Sedona, kind of like walked around Sedona because Sedona is just an it's a cool little town. There's lots of cute little local artist shops and it's it's uh it's very touristy. It's pretty honestly. it is it's pretty, pretty touristy. touristy for like a weird desert town. Yeah. Um but it's it's getting up there in terms of tourism. But no, there's, it is there's touristy. just a lot to do and a lot to attract and the weather is really nice and there's lots of things over lots of close towns around there. So I mean it makes sense. I mean it's one of those I think it's one of those like it started out as like a cool, weird you know, just kind of like hippie town mm-hmm. and people really, really liked that. And then I think someone was like, wait, we could like really boost this tourism thing up and like get a lot of people here. And so yeah. they did that. So you do, it is touristy, but you still feel those like weird hippie roots a little bit. Yeah. You definitely see it. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can still find those. Which I like. If you want, but there's mm-hmm. also like, and actually I've never been there cause I stayed in the van when y'all went, but like yeah. the downtown Sedona. Mm-hmm. Feels very touristy. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like three or four roundabouts in a row of just shops on shops yeah. on shops on restaurants on tourism yeah. on te- uh, you know, lots of that. Um, but we, that's not our experience of Sedona really. Yeah, we, so, I mean that was my first time like walking around in those shops, but they've they've got some really cool like local artist stuff, which is cool to see. Yeah. Um. So we did that, and then we had some pizza. Veganza. And then. <laughs> We took everyone oh, out. Can we talk more about vegans? Huh? We talked about that at the show episode, right? Yes. Lots and of then we out. took everyone out to one of our favorite spots around Sedona, and where we spent Thanksgiving and Christmas, which was cool. We didn't too. spend Christmas there. Damn it, we didn't spend Christmas. But we spent there. Thanksgiving. We spent there. Thanksgiving, yeah, because that's cool. Because typically you spend Thanksgiving with your family, mm-hmm. but we spent Thanksgiving with our road family mm-hmm. on five on out in Sedona, mm-hmm. and then that's where we took your family the last mm-hmm. night. Yeah, it was cool to be like, because we FaceTimed my family on Thanksgiving, so it was cool to be like, oh yeah, remember when we FaceTimed with you on Thanksgiving? We were just right there. I was like, we were right here. Yeah. Um, so that was cool to bring them out there, and yeah, once again, we just kind of played a little bit of beer dye, had a fire, the stars were just, we're getting close to a new moon, and the moon's not coming out even till like after midnight, so the stars were just incredible. We saw a shooting star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was really, it was really, really special. We set up the tent for my sister and her for, husband to stay in. For looking purposes, you could look at the tent. <laughs> the don't touch, but you can look. Don't look, touch. Don't touch, but look, you can look. Um, I don't know. It was, it was really cool, and it felt like a really cool way to like end the time with family to be like, okay, you've kind of gotten bits and pieces of living on the road. Mm. Now this is the full thing. Like this is actually what we do. Like every. Because it was like. <laughs> We were like, we've probably lived almost a month on that road. Yes. Alone. And to, Over yeah, the to course take of them, time, different stops. To take them to be like, no, this is like, this is where we live. <laughs> it was cool to take them to a spot that we have stayed at before, as opposed to like, if we were in a town, if we were in a town we'd never stayed in before, we could like definitely, Prescott. yeah, we could definitely find spots to stay in Prescott, mm-hmm. but it'd be I like, there's good spots in Prescott. Yeah. But it'd be <laughs> like, oh, I don't, we've never stayed here before. It's kind of like a new thing. So it's cool to take them somewhere that was special to us that we had stayed at for a while, and then we know we're going to stay there again in the future, too. Yeah. Well, and we've mentioned Sedona is one of those spots, mainly speaking to this road where we park and then the city, is mm-hmm. like one of those spots we've considered like a home on yeah. van life. Definitely one of our like grounding main, spots. I mean, I don't know. We should, like our travel homes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Our, yeah, our grounding spots. Sedona is definitely one of those. Yeah. So that was just a cool experience and just kind of a cool way to, like, cap off the trip. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then after that night, we had an early wake-up call. We decided to... So my family had to drive back to Las Vegas to drop off their RV. And that's where they were flying out of the next day. And we just decided to go with them. <laughs> because why not? We had really only plans up until the day that, that they were leaving. Yeah. And they yeah. were like, we're going to head out at super early in the morning. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we have no idea where we should go or where we need to be mm-hmm. or what we need to do. So it's like, we can just go with you to Vegas. <laughs> well, they had to drop the RV off kind of early in the day. But their flight wasn't until that evening. So like, they're, 
they were gonna have like the af- if everything went well with dropping the RV off, they were gonna have like the afternoon free in Vegas, and we were just like, yeah, we're having fun with y'all. We'll go. <laughs> yeah, and and also like we we knew eventually our route is taking us back to Denver yes. in a few weeks, but we need to stay in areas that are warm. So mm-hmm. obviously we're not gonna just head back to Colorado. So. Mm-hmm. It was either staying in uh, northern Arizona, which was starting to get hot. Arizona starting to get hot, mm-hmm. or we could like start traveling through Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we decided to go that route, a little yeah. different route than we had never driven that way before. So we went up to Vegas with them, which we have not been. You'd never been to Vegas, period. Never been to Vegas. I've been to Vegas. I had, well, I've been to the airport. I okay. flew through the airport. I lost a dollar on the slots, <laughs> and uh, I got a draft beer, and that was it. Nice. I've been to Vegas once, and it was on this same, like, style trip that I took back when I was, like, in middle school, high school. It was that trip, so you saw the Grand Canyon? Yeah. The, so you it was did, the, like, it's the, the same, same thing. thing. We flew into Vegas, rented an RV, drove down to the Grand Canyon. Yeah, wow. it was, like, the same thing. Cool. Yeah. Um, Deja vu. And I think, yeah, I think that's also when we went to, like, Zion and Bryce. It was probably, it definitely was that trip. It wouldn't have been the other one. Anyways, so, I'd been to Vegas once, but I was, like, you know, 13 or 14, I was with my parents. It's it's different when you go to a city as an adult, I would say. To a city or to Vegas that city <laughs> as an adult. Lots of cities. You know, sometimes you'll ask I mean, people yes, like, "You'll be like, gonna be different, but oh, have Vegas. you ever been to Seattle?" And people will be like, "Yeah, but not as an adult. It's just it's different, you know." Yes, but Vegas is way different. Vegas is probably way different. So. Yeah, we got up to Vegas, they dropped off the RV, and we had a few hours before their flight, so we went and got some food, and that was awesome. And then, kind of just last minute, we decided, we, when we went up to Vegas with them, we were going to hang out with them that afternoon until their flight left, and then we were going to drive maybe like an hour outside of the city and get, find, you know, find some BLM land and Like heading back towards Utah. Yes. Our path was eventually like we could go to Vegas, and then driving back over to Denver, mm-hmm. we would hit space spots like Zion Mm -hmm. we would hit spots like Moab Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's why it felt like it could really work out so our original plan was after the when they started to fly out just to leave Vegas maybe drive like an hour out stay somewhere there and then just yeah start making our way through Zion Moab back to Denver start making our way through Utah basically yeah but we kind of just last minute I don't were you just like looking up the price of a hotel like how did this even really come about I think I was just feeling like some Vegas energy and it was like the last day of our trip we had mm-hmm. had super early wake up calls that were mm-hmm. running on empty and like just being in a city like when was the last time we were in a city like that I guess Denver but but Vegas is its own no thing. yeah it's its own thing it's its own little hub world in the desert and just like seeing it and then just like kind of being a part of it I was like I could I could like spend the night here i kind of wanted to see a night there Mm -hmm. i was seeing it during the day which is like everyone says it's very different it is um and it is so (laughs) i was kind of like i just started like browsing i was like well what if Mm -hmm. we were parked at a certain hotel Mm -hmm. and so um there was like convenient parking Mm -hmm. like right next to the hotel like oversized vehicle oversized vehicle parking for the van so i was like well what are the rates on this room just kind of be like what are people paying there's so many people there and i was (laughs) like what are people paying every night to stay in vegas and it makes sense. It's not that expensive mm-hmm. uh, because they don't want you to spend money. They want you to come there. They want you to spend money while you're there, mm-hmm. not on the actual room and board itself. So I was like, shoot, we could just get one night here mm-hmm. and just see Vegas. Yeah. And then no pressure. We could just leave in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so that's that's what we did. That's what we did. One night in Vegas. We did baby. one night in Vegas. And it kind of too, like, I feel like another, like, when you were talking to me about it, you were kind of like, I mean, it's your 30th birthday. You were still pulling the 30th birthday what? card. You were like. Okay, your va- your family likes to celebrate birthdays not for just one day. They like to celebrate <laughs> them over a period of time, like a week or a month. Shout out to Amy E. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Uh, so I was like, it would just felt like it was the end of the trip. We had followed your family there. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know what, to cap it, like we started, you know, it was just me and you. And now we're going back to just me and you. And yeah. it's like, we're, we drove all the way out to Vegas just to, it's like, we could just have one more night. Yeah. Just one more night to live it up. Yes. <laughs> to be kids again. <laughs> to be in your 20s, Ames. You're not 30 yet. Give it yes. your all. Yes. Even though we were running on fumes. We were running on fumes because we had had. Over the course of that weekend of being with them, we'd had two 4 a.m. wake-up calls. Probably driven hours or road hours. And, like, that specific day, we had woken up at 4 a.m. to drive to... We drove, like, what, five hours to Vegas? Five-ish hours to Vegas. And then 
yeah, so we were we were running on fumes. Um, so also it was kind of it was interesting. It was like a double edged sword kind of thing. I don't know if that's the right term, but like the idea of yeah, like one night in Vegas, like to cap it yes. cap it all off. That sounded fun, but then also it was like also we're running on fumes and just like a nice hotel bed sounds good too. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That was also kind of it. a I night was like, in Vegas. And and the uh, I mean. I'm sure most of Vegas is like this. It's convenient to stay. The parking was easy, and mm-hmm. then their rooms allowed dogs. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure no one gives a shit if your dog's barking in Vegas. There's a bunch of other shit happening. Yeah, so <laughs> there's way worse. We were like, we told, we feel totally comfortable leaving Kona and Jet in the Vegas hotel. And they needed the they, beds too. Kona and Jet were exhausted. They were like, so tired. I mean, we talked about how tired we were, and like, and yeah, we'd been staying up later than we normally do. We'd been like drinking more than we normally do. Yeah. But well, I think they. Had... <laughs> I think I was on par or less. You're on par. I had okay. <laughs> they were so they needed that. I think Kona had the week of his life. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, so did Jet. So did Jet, but Jet has a thing where I don't think he likes the Grand Canyon. He no, he doesn't does. like all the tourists. He does like the Grand Canyon. We just it became a running joke that like. Jet got tired of the Grand Canyon. Well, we went back three days in a row, and he's like, every time the door opens, I'm at the damn Grand Canyon. (laughs) And we're like, your life is great. Like, what what (laughs) are you complaining about? Yeah, yeah. That's just his personality, though. If you don't know him, mm, no need to. (laughs) Know him from a distance. Stop it. He'll change your life. He's a good guy. Wow. But anyways. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. 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 We got a night in Vegas, and... Yeah, we got a night in Vegas. We had one night in Vegas. And really, we just kind of walked around and looked at stuff. Yeah, I think that was probably a combo of the running on fumes yes. a little bit. But yeah, we kind of just like chilled out in the hotel, took some, show- took some, some showers. showers. Mm-hmm. I was going to take a shower. Mm-hmm. Call back to a Jonesy Pootsie video. Good one. For hardcore listeners. Listener um, number four. Listener number four. Um <laughs> And and then we're like, all right, let's chill out. And then we we'll, we weren't really hungry because we had a pretty late lunch. Yeah. It's like we can just like go lunch. out and just like honestly just like let what happens happens, mm-hmm. which is probably gets a lot of people in danger in yeah. Vegas. Um, but it did not get us in danger. No, it was like a I would say it was a chill, visual night. Yes, lots stimulating. Of, that lots was that was I said stimulating. stimulating. Yes, it was very stimulating. Yes, and that was also very tiring. Yes, but. Yeah, we just went out once the dark had mm-hmm. set and uh, just, like, walked down the strip, walked around the strip, mm-hmm. uh, went to the Bellagio, walked through the Bellagio. Like, we would we'd be like, oh, wow, look at that hotel. Let's walk through it. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's really, like, yeah, it's just like, well, that hotel looks very grand. Let's go just, like, see what yes. it looks like inside. Not as grand as that canyon we just saw, <laughs> but damn, grand as... And, I mean, we saw the fountains, which were, they're really, really cool. Yeah, I think that was, yeah, the fountain show in front mm-hmm. of the Bellagio Hotel mm-hmm. was crazy. Honestly, that was, I think that just, however, we had, like, 24 hours in Vegas. And that was one of the biggest mind-blown moments of the whole van life. I liked it. Oh, I liked it, too. But I was just, I had, that was an experience I had not had in a long time. Have or you ever had no, that? I've never had that in Vegas. So going from like van life to that, like knocked me on my ass. <laughs> yeah, and so we walked around the strip, we saw the the fountains, and we walked around the Bellagio, which was like there's just so much, just like the things on the ceiling, like there's just art, cool art everywhere. Then we went over to Fremont Street, and the Fremont Street experience. If you don't know what Fremont Street is, which I didn't know what this was literally till this year. You don't know if you're inside or you're outside. <laughs> that should be their tagline. <laughs> it's basically like just a street, a strip of a street that they have built this huge, long, curving screen over your head. It's like an awning. It's that like stretches a, the mm-hmm. length of the street, but it's like an LED. It's like a yeah, a visual. It's a big screen. It's like a telescreen. And they just have visuals playing up there. And so, like, you just look up and just see these crazy visuals. And then there's also a bunch of, like, just street performers around, like, people dancing. There's walk-up bars that you can get drinks to mm-hmm. walk around the street. Yeah, street performers. There's a restaurant. There's stores. There's It was, I mean, vendors. we mainly went because we wanted to see, like, the screen. And it was We had heard a few recommendations cool. that if we ever went to Vegas, like, that is where we should check out. It's a little 
not as crazy as the strip. Yeah. Well, a little less crowded because it was about 10 minutes drive mm-hmm. away from like the hub of Las Vegas mm-hmm. where all the hotels were. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one of the coolest experiences. Yeah. That was really, really cool. Sure. But yeah, that was kind of our night in Vegas. Like I said, we just kind of walked around and looked at things, but you mentioned, and I felt this way too. It felt like such a stark, stark, stark contrast, like Aria, Sansa, Rob, and Rickon and Bran style stark. Oh, wow. Okay, I follow you now. <laughs> difference from van life. Like, yes. It obviously, and I felt like Ned with my head rolling <laughs> over the ground. Anytime we go into, like, I don't know, any of the towns or cities we've been going into are still, like, I don't feel that out of, like, Moab. I don't really feel that, like, out of place there. Or yeah. well, Sedona. That's what I was about, like, like, I guess Denver was the last big city that had even, like, competed with it mm-hmm. on that scale. But, like, Denver was our home, and it mm-hmm. had, it's just a different culture and, like, energy in Denver than it was when we stepped out of the van into Vegas. Like, I felt, yes, I felt like I went from zero to 100. Like, it was uh-huh. just... Like, it was so, it was crazy. That's how I felt. I was like, hey, I might could ride with this for a night. And then I was like, nope, nope, get up, get up. Like, next morning, remember, you're like, so how do you like Vegas? I'm like, I'm ready to get the hell out of here. (laughs) Why was that? Like, what happened? What was that about? I I don't, it just, I don't know. I don't, I haven't completed my thoughts on Las Vegas as a city. Okay. It is a cool city, but. Because I think I was a little confused because, like, the first, like, the night that we decided to stay, you were <laughs> all, all in. It. You were like, yes, we're in Vegas. Like, Yeah, and I did. Up. That's why I wanted. I wanted one night to see. I saw daytime Vegas. I saw nighttime Vegas. I felt like I got. And then, like, what... the next morning, you could not have, like, taken one more breath in that. Yeah, I took a shower and I was ready to get some vegan fajitas, which was honestly the best part of Vegas was uh, <laughs> we found Nacho Daddy. Is that what it's called? Yes. Nacho Daddies. Yes. And they had vegan fajitas yeah. and vegan queso, which was very good. But yeah. we had never found a spot with vegan fajitas. No. And they were, like, well, very good. I haven't found a spot with vegan fajitas that aren't just veggies. Like, they had, like, a tofu chicken. They had, like, a charcoal or charbroiled. Yeah. Yeah, tofu chicken yeah. to go with, like, the, the sautéed veggies, veggies mm-hmm. which was, oh, man. Mm-hmm. It was oh, really good. I've oh, been missing that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, um, yeah. Uh, and then I just, I don't I don't know. I didn't care to be around those vibes. I didn't care to live around those vibes mm-hmm. anymore. And I felt like if we spent any more time there, we were going to have to start, like, living, finding a way to, like, live there. Oh. And uh, I didn't want to live there. I wanted to get out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so we did hit a Trader Joe's up in Las Vegas. I'm glad that Las Vegas has Trader Joe's at least. Yes. And then, yeah, we left and we made our way towards Moab. Yeah. Stayed uh, one night in Nevada in uh-huh. a really cool spot. It was cool. With, like, no one around. Um, and, and that was our first. We hadn't van life in Nevada I had never been to Nevada. Well, I guess via the airport, but yeah. I had never been to the state of Nevada. Mm-hmm. So we knocked a new state off mm-hmm. in our van mm-hmm. tours as well. Um, and then we were like, okay, we can go to Zion the next day. And stay around Zion. Yeah. Well, and then we learned. And then we didn't know a whole lot about Zion. Yes. But but we learned that most of Zion and all, like, the great hikes and the cool parts are only accessible via a shuttle. Via so, a shuttle. And which, this is Zion season two. Well, I think Who knows? All, all the national parks are, like, packed right now. But Zion was very packed. And this Crazy. is not to bat... Like, they have a system down. Like, they've got a great shuttle system. There's tons of places to, like, park your car and leave it there, ride the shuttle. And, like, they have ways. Yeah. They have it figured out. Uh-huh. But we weren't prepared for that. But you need to plan ahead. Yes. And we were more. not prepared for that. And that would mean us leaving the van with the dogs in it. And it was hot. So it just was not going to work out. So we drove through the part that they allow um, regular vehicles to drive through. But it's not. It's I kind mean, of just a drive through. <laughs> yeah. I don't really feel like we really, really saw the park. We're definitely going to have to go back. Yeah, but that was one of our goals for going that way was to be able to hit mm-hmm. Zion. But we did kind of think it was going to be like other national parks where we've been able to like, if we didn't have a whole lot of time just passing through, we could drive and like pull off and like maybe do some little sh- a mm-hmm. short hike or something, but mm-hmm. see a different areas and get the gist of it. And Zion, we learned real quick one because of the crowds and then just because of how it's set up with the shuttles. It's like, oh, we're we just we need to just drive through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we actually just need to drive through. So we drove through and like it's pretty, but. We de- I de- it only made me want to go back. I don't feel like I can say, like, oh, yeah, I know Zion National Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did that, and then we were just going to stay somewhere close to Zion, but 
I was really ready to land somewhere. I was kind of tired of just kind of hopping around. I was ready to like the next spot we land. That's where I want to stay. I mean, it had been a moment since we'd stayed in the spot for a full like provision and mm-hmm. like run mm-hmm. like until our provision drain out. Like the only reason we had to move was because like we needed water. Like yeah. it had been a long time since yeah. we did that. So I was looked. So up. I was feeling it too. Yeah. So. We were just going to find land, which there's tons of land outside of Zion or outside of Bryce. But then I was like, okay, babe, Moab is like four and a half hours away. Do you feel like you could, you could do that? And you were just like, yeah. I was like, I'm already driving and I feel pretty good. And I was like, I'll definitely need a little, what did I call it? Coffee. A second uh, wind. A, a revamp or something. Mm-hmm. And then I could, I, and then, then I was like, then we'll talk. Yeah. And so, yeah, I got some coffee, some lunch. And I was like, all right, let's just go on the Moab. Yeah. So we... Once again, this is like the Vegas night that we ended up staying in Vegas. Like, we weren't planning on doing that. This is another thing. We weren't planning on driving all the way to Moab that day when we woke yep. up. But sometimes you just got to go with what you feel. And I think we both were feeling like, oh, it just felt, it felt more exhausting almost to like. Try and find another spot to stay in that we for weren't For one night. With. Yeah, for one night. Than to just extend our trip four and a half more hours. And find the spot where we like, Moab feels like another home. Mm-hmm. It's like we know like. Four or five different spots yeah. that we can park at. We know exactly, like, we, we can go into town, get all of our yeah. stuff. Like, we feel very comfortable here. And I don't love, like, one of my things that I've learned, I hate trying to find spots at night. I hate that. And I knew if we went to Moab, it was going to be dark when we got there, and we'd have to find a spot at night. But but if we have to find spots at night, it's this easier is one of doing the... it in an area <laughs> where you know This is well. one of the only places that I think I'd be okay with that. Mm. And we did, and it worked out fine. Um so yeah now we're in moab and so yeah we drove like seven plus hours that day randomly which we were not think we were we thought we were only gonna do like two or three to moab yeah yeah and that was pretty much the last week we finally had yesterday was a day of we were just in moab Mm -hmm. recovering Mm -hmm. and catching up on sleep which we've definitely been doing yeah we've been sleeping really really well yeah oh yeah right that was yeah big last week yeah it was crazy. I, I just started thinking about it like a week ago, like from when your family got down. We were like Grand Canyon, Grand Canyon, sunrise at the Grand Canyon, mm-hmm. drive to Prescott, drive to Sedona, mm-hmm. drive to Las Vegas, night in Vegas, then mm-hmm. uh, drive one night outside of Vegas and then drive through Zion all the way to Moab. Yeah. <laughs> and then now we have some time. Yes. But that was a packed week. It was. April's starting off like March did, which I hope is a good thing, but with a bang and lots of travel mm-hmm. from here to there and here to there. Mm-hmm. And here yeah. To there. <laughs> so now what are, what are your intentions now for this time in Moab that we have? Um, definitely ground a little bit. Um, what does that look like for you? Uh, as of what I'm hoping to start tomorrow, it's going to be a little bit of a cleanse, a physical and mental cleanse to, to kind of like... I mean, now especially, I feel like I even caught up with daylight savings. Well, especially, like, it changed on us, and then we went to Arizona, where Arizona's not following it. Yeah. So then we were in Pacific time zone, but that was the time we were used to, but then we had already been getting used to it, the, yeah. the change. And so now we're back to, uh, it's been all over. And I know it's only been, like, an hour difference here and there either mm-hmm. way, but now, you know, like, the sun's rising mm-hmm. earlier, it's staying open late, and I just feel like I haven't had the adequate time for my body to adjust to that. Mm-hmm. I've just been, like, going, 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 and just kind of like going going with the flow and Mm -hmm. now it's like okay now i can kind of control the flow a little bit so um i want to do a cleanse of substances (laughs) for the next like five days um mixed in with some like very just like disciplined like work um like computer work mixed with like yoga and you know just getting back to i just Having a little routine. Yes. I liked how what you said we were talking to one of our friends on the phone earlier. Mm-hmm. And I think you were just, you were describing how Moab's one of kind of like our home spots. And mm-hmm. you're like, it's one of our spots where we can just go and park. And we don't, I mean, we don't like, we haven't done a whole lot in Moab. I mean, we have over the course of time. We've been into both national parks a few times mm-hmm. and done hikes. But like, if it's just me and you for a few days, we're just going to like park and just kind of find a little routine for mm-hmm. like three or four days. And that feels really good in the van. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, it's good to come back to that. It's good to ground into that. And then it's good to like refuel and then like get back on. Mm-hmm. You feel a lot better. It's almost like staying in the Airbnb. When we have these little windows to like ground in in the van, um, it feels like you can kind of get a handle 
on van life when we have time to record podcasts Mm -hmm. and be like wow what the hell did just happen yeah um you can just like process it more and so i want to be very intentional with like processing what's happened and then preparing for the the year ahead Mm -hmm. um in the van and just like gathering myself uh physically and mentally and like yeah just like kind of a reset i really want it to be a reset heading into the next eight months of the year we're already four months in three months in yeah yeah what about for you i mean same same ditto that's it retweet no i'm just kidding peace out um i do think something and i think i told you this this morning um something that has come like something that i've learned is that being in the van i need more of these little like routine grounding periods than i Mm. feel like i did when i didn't live in the van Mm -hmm. and i think for the longest time i was really hard on myself about that like i was like you know like okay van life isn't for you like if you need to ground this much like Mm -hmm. it's not for you but i don't think i was like hard on myself about it but i don't think that's the case i think it just it does take so much out of you and i think it's okay to need more i don't know to need more grounding time than you might have in your past and I know that it does. This does not answer your question, but this is just like <laughs> on that topic. This is like yeah. what I've been feeling. I think I've come to this conclusion of like it's okay to like every few weeks need this routine, this grounding, this yeah. cleansing, this resetting, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean everything you've said. I love. I feel. I get. I. Um, feel very grounded and very centered when I can get in a routine. So in a routine of, you know, some sort of exercise, some sort of yoga, some sort of, some sort of work or project, like some sort of, you know, creating or just like purpose-driven thing. Yeah. Um, Take care of some goals. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And that's what, yeah, and that's the window we have. Yeah. So I feel like we're both on the same page there. That's been a thing of van life. It's like... Yeah, when you have time to, to like, get, you know, even a few days. Um, like, I think that's been one of my things with when we have to, like, travel across the state. You know, if we have to be somewhere in, like, a week and a half. Mm-hmm. I like doing it, like, okay, driving one day and staying in one spot two or three nights. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's almost, like, a little grounding window for me to, like, break up the trip and be like, okay, I have at least, like, two days I can control my schedule. Obviously, it's a little more powerful when we have, like... You know, we were just talking about how we haven't stayed in the same spot for a full provision run mm-hmm. um, in a long time. Mm-hmm. But when we do that, then you can just have a little more to, like, control. Like, oh, I want to work on the computer at this time. And I can I can do yoga in the morning for four straight days. Or yeah. We can, and that just, it just feels like a little breath. It's mm-hmm. like coming up for air mm-hmm. and being like, okay, wow, I can appreciate this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can do this. Yeah. And we can do this. We can and do this. This is beautiful. We're doing this out in freaking Moab, out in the <laughs> desert. And then it's like, wow, look around us. The weather's great. The stars are awesome. And look at the week we just had. <laughs> Wonder what this week holds. <sighs> Wonder what this week holds. Wonder what this week holds. Well, now <laughs> it's holding that you're 30. It's holding a 30-year-old me. It's That's all I know. Th- the earth has never had a 30-year-old you on it. Ooh. Well, it has for like the last week. Babe, but... I like love that idea. Yeah. I don't know how you worded that. We'll run with it. Let's go on a date tonight. Okay. I will say Moab has uh, one of the stipulations when we were driving <laughs> from uh, Nevada to Moab and decided to make it seven hours is that we have found a good spot with vegan options in Moab, and they have a vegan Philly cheesesteak, foot long, made with mushrooms as the meat substitute and a vegan cheese, and it is... So that was your stipulation. Was that it? was we my stipulation. We drove all the way to Moab. We're gonna go I'm there getting first. a foot-long vegan Philly cheesesteak <laughs> yeah. because daddy's hungry. <laughs> Daddy hungry. And we did. And we did. And it was so good. 98 Center. Check it out. We're shouting out all the vegan spots. If you go to Vegas, head us up for the vegan option. Nacho, Nacho Daddy. Daddy. Yes. Well, and, okay, the great thing about Nacho Daddy and 98 Center, which 98 Center is the vegan Philly cheesesteak spot you're talking about in Moab, the great thing about both of those spots is they're not only vegan. Like, they have amazing mm. regular food as well. But then they also both have, like, several vegan options of their regular things. Yeah. So like it's a great spot. Like Nacho, Nacho Daddy, Daddy has, like, a full veganized yes. menu. Kind of so like Nacho, Picasso's mm-hmm. in Sedona. So Nacho Daddy and Picasso's, those are two spots we went to with my family, which no one in my family is vegan at all. Um, <laughs> not even close. 
And so those were two great spots for us to go to because Caleb and I could find like great stuff for us that's not just a salad with carrots and tomatoes and cucumbers. And they could all find great stuff for them too. Uh-huh. 98 Center is like that as well. It's the, in the great compromise. Vegans and non-vegans. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's... That's, that's it. About, that's it. We caught up to speed. <laughs> we got all the way here. We got all the way. Um, but it was it was a great week. And yeah. um, very thankful for the time we got to spend with your fam out Me here. Too. It was very cool. One, we had, I mean, we hadn't seen them in a long time. Mm-mm. Two, yeah, experiencing this kind of life with them was, was a cool experience. We haven't even been camping that much with them. I mean, yeah, not in a long... We used to go camping, but it's been a I've while. I've been, like, a few times, but yeah. this is just a cool experience. Yeah. Um, I... Yeah. I've been kind of in my feels since they left. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, like, the, the day that they left, when you and I... Like, we got the hotel room right after they left, and then we went up there, and, like, I just kind of started weeping. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, a combination of, like, sadness that they were gone, and then also, like, gratitude for, like, the time that we just had. Like, mm-hmm. it was a very... It felt like a very full circle feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't... That's how I felt, too. It was half and half. Like, half sadness they were gone, but then it was also half just, like, I'm so grateful for, like, all the time we had. And I'm just so grateful they're in my life and, like... I was like, what a great week. Yeah. Now let's go do one night in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I had to, like, wipe my tears and get my... my Take a shower and get, like, the cutest outfit I own on and go out in Vegas. <laughs> the cutest outfit that's, like, not dirty. Oh, I thought you were going to say that's, like, not that cute. <laughs> no, no, it's cute. <laughs> I don't know if it's Vegas. It's not Vegas. I don't think I don't we know have anything, anything that was like, we still look like we stood out walking <laughs> around the Vegas trip. I will say that. Also, there's a lot of kids in Vegas. Why are there so many kids in Vegas? Because of the M&M store. Because the M&M store. Well, thank you so much for listening. If you've made it this far, if you want to fly out to Vegas and rent an RV and go meet us somewhere, Wait I'll till talk the to my fall, dad. I think, too. Talk to my dad. He'll help you get that all planned out because he did that. Boom. Travel agent. I'm, I'm putting it out there for him. And also wait till the fall because it's starting to get too hot. <laughs> and, oh, uh, Ooh, yeah. That would be yeah, hot. Yeah. So, yeah. We all wait. need to be going that way. Yeah. <laughs> we can we can make other plans. Maybe not Vegas. Just reach out and then we'll figure we'll something figure it out. out. <laughs> okay? And we'll have a great time. And by the end of the week, we'll be like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Love you. Thanks for listening. Bye.